It is day three of Daf Base. We are holding the Gemara on Daf Base. I'm allowed six lines up from the bottom of the page. The Gemara continues on the topic we were discussing yesterday, that the first day of Nisan is the new year for kings. And even if a king has only been in power for a month or two months, when first of Nisan comes around, he's considered to move into the second year of his reign. So the Brisa says, Tonarabana the Rabbi Salt in a Brisa. Melech Sha'amad Be'estrim Vatisha Ba'adar. If a king ascended to the throne on the 29th of Adar, just a day before the first of Nisan. Kaven as soon as the first of Nisan arrives, the very next day, Al Saloi Shona. It's considered that he's completed a year and then he enters his second year of his reign. But if he only ascended the throne on the first of Nisan, then he has to wait a full year until the very next Nisan in order to have been considered on the throne for a full year. So if he came to the throne on the 29th of Adar, then the very next day, the 1st of Nisan, is considered to have been on the throne for a year. But if he came to the throne on the 1st of Nisan, then he has to wait a full year until he enters his second year. The price is now examined by the Gemara. Amamara, the master said in the price, that if a king ascended the throne on the 29th of Adar, then as soon as the first of Nitzan arrives, it's considered to have been a full year of rain. So it seems what the Bryser is teaching us is the Nisan Rosh Hashanah that Nisan is the new year for kings, like we learned in our Mishnah. And also, and also that just one day in the year can be considered a complete year. Because you see, the very first day of his reign, the 29th of Adar, was considered to be a complete year. So that is what we learn from this Brysa. The Brysa now continues. But if he only went on the throne on the first of Nisan, then he has to wait a full year until the next Nisan to be considered in his second year of his reign. That was the second part of the price that we read a few moments ago. So the Gemara says, Pshita, is that not obvious? Why would we think that his year should end any earlier? Once he started his reign in Nisan, surely we would assume as obvious that he would have to wait until the next Nisan before he enters the second year of his reign. So the Gemara explains, Lod Srikha de Imnu Adar. No, here we're talking about a case where they voted for him in Adar. Imnu means they counted. They counted the votes of the ministers and they resolved to appoint him in Adar. But he was only appointed on the 1st of Nisan. So what might we have thought? You might have said we count two years for him. In other words, you might have thought since they voted for him in Adar, the first year is Adar and the second year is Nisan. Kamashmalon, the Bryce comes to teach us, no, we only follow when he was actually appointed, when he was he actually came into office, not when they voted for him. When they voted for him, that's not how we reckon the year beginning. It's only when he actually ascends to the throne on the first of Nisa. The Gemara continues with a related Brysa. Tana Rabban and the Rabbis taught in a Brysa. Meis ba'adar va'amad acher tachtav ba'adar. If one king died in Adar, and another king succeeded him in that same month in Adar. So then we can count the remainder of that year, what's left of Adar in that year, both for this king and for that king. In other words, if someone's writing a document in Adar after the second king came to the throne, after the first one died, it can be dated, the document can be dated either using the last year of the deceased king's reign or the first year of the new king's reign. The Brysa continues with a second case. Meis Benissan, the Ahmad Acher Tachtav Benissan. 
What if one king died in Nisan and another king succeeded him in Nisan in the same month? Monin Shana We can count the remainder of that year, of the entire year, both for this king or for that king. In other words, not only can we attribute the year, the months that follow Nisan, for the new king that's just come in, and we would say, hey, this is the first year of the reign of the new king. But actually, even though the earlier king died in Nisan, since the year began with his reign, the rest of the year, all the months following Nisan, one can also date a document with reference to the last year of the reign of the king that died in Nisan. Even in the months that follow that Nisan that he died, even after he's already died, Third case, the Brisa says, If one king died in Adar and the next one succeeded him only in Nisan, in other words, in the following month, which is also the following year, at that point, you've got no options. If you write a document in Adar, you have to date it for the previous king who died in Adar. And if you write a document in Nisan and onwards, you have to date it based on the reign of the new king. Because the earlier king has died already in Adar, so he didn't have any of his reign in the new year. And the new king was only appointed in Nisan. He didn't have any of his reign in the previous year. And that is the third case of the Brisa. The Gemara now comments on each of the cases of the Brisa. Amar the master said in the first clause of the Brisa, If the first king died in Adar and the second one succeeded him in Adar, in the same month, we said in the Brisa, the first case, you can date a document either attributing the date to the last year of the reign of the king that died, or the first year of the reign of the king who came in after the last one died. The Gemara says, Pshita, isn't that obvious? Isn't it obvious that since they were both on the throne during Adar, that any document written during that month could be dated either for the last year of the reign of the one who died or the first year of the new king who was appointed after the previous one died? So the Gemara answers, You might have thought that that we don't count a single year for two kings. And therefore, since the one who died had been on the throne the whole year and he died in that year, Maybe you would think that that is his year, the rest of the year until the end of that year, regardless of whether a new king was appointed, the rest of the year belongs to the king who died since he was on the throne during that year. And the new king has to wait until the next year in order to be referenced in any document. Kamashmaran, the Brysa therefore comes to inform us in the first case of the Brysa that the year can be ascribed to either of the two kings. The Gemara moves to the second part of the Brisa. The second case, If one king died in Nisan and the second one succeeded him also in Nisan, we said for the entire duration of the rest of the year, we can make reference to either of the two kings. The one who died because he had at least been on the throne for part of, the new, of that year and the one who came to power because, of course, he's still on the throne during that year. The Gemara says, Pshita. Is that not also obvious? We've learned in the first clause of the Brisa that if two kings ruled in a single year, documents can be dated by either one of them. Why do we need this case of the Brisa? So the Gemara says, You might have thought, That when we say the rule that one day in a year can be considered a complete year, we only say that at the end of a year. That if a king ascended to the throne on the last day of Adar, we can begin counting his second year the very next day on the first of Nisan. 
But But when it comes to one day at the beginning of a year, maybe we don't say that we consider one day to be a whole year. If a king's reign continued into the first of Nisan and then he died, maybe the remainder of that year cannot be attributed to him. Therefore the Gemara says, Kamash Malon, the Brisa comes to teach us that even the first day of a year can be considered a complete year. The Gemara moves to the last case of the Brisa. Meis Ba'adar Ba'adar If one king died in Adar and the other one succeeded him in Nisan. We count the first year only for the first king and the second year only for the second king. We said we've got no choice in that case because the first king who died didn't have any of his reign in Nisan and the second king who was appointed in Nisan didn't have any of his reign in Adar and therefore you have no choice but to attribute any document written in Adar to the old king who died and any document written in Nisan to the new king who reigned from Nisan. The Gemara says Pshita that too is obvious. So the Gemara answers Lo The Bryce is talking about a case where they voted for the new king in Adar and not only did they vote for him in Adar but he is the king who is the son of a king. In other words, the one who died in during Adar in the previous month was his father, was the father of the new one. And therefore you might have thought that since, number one, they voted for him during Adar, and number two, he was the son of the old king, you might have thought, that you therefore can count two years for him. You can consider him, since he's the son of the previous king, and he was voted for in Adar, and we've got two reasons, therefore, to consider him to have been in the first year of his reign during Adar. You might think, therefore, that the second year of his reign starts in Nisan, but you can actually count during Adar as that being the first year of his reign. Kamash Malon, therefore, the Bryser informs us that's not the case, and his year only begins, his first year begins, on the 1st of Nissan. We're going to hold here for today. I wish you a very good day.